Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. We recently discussed Amazon, the e-commerce retailer and growing conglomerate. Amazon was worthy of discussion based on its stock split, which made its price more attractive to individual investors. It is again worthy of discussion due to its continued expansion into non-e-commerce businesses. As we discussed previously, it is the dominant cloud computing company in the world. And in my opinion, it is worth considering as an investment solely on the basis of that business. Amazon is growing, however, and we need to follow up on this company. Let's note at the outset that Amazon, along with other dominant tech companies, has caught the attention of the Washington lawmakers. Both sides of the political aisle have expressed concerns about the growth and dominance of big tech, and they threaten to break it up and to stop its new acquisitions. I understand Washington's concerns. Amazon is troubling to lawmakers as it is extremely successful and dominant, so dominant it could stifle competition, and that can be a problem. Also, there are laws designed to promote competition. Healthy competition can keep a small number of large companies from dominating business and controlling prices. You could argue that Amazon has driven many small businesses out of business. There is, however, another side to this issue. Amazon provides many products that consumers want. It has created many jobs and is the driving force behind many local economies. It has been criticized for not paying any, that is zero, federal income taxes. Critics fail to recognize that its federal income tax situation is based on incentives provided in tax law to encourage investment and job creation. Amazon has done both. We should also note that Amazon pays hundreds of millions of dollars each year in local real estate taxes and payroll taxes. By doing so, it actually supports local governments and even the social security system. Every big tech company started small and grew due to its ability to innovate. Amazon started as a bookseller. Jeff Bezos operated the business from his garage. The key to Amazon's growth was software and technology. The common denominator to to the growth of all Amazon businesses is technology. I see technology as the solution, not to every problem, but to many problems, including medical, environment, supply chain, and much more. I believe we need highly successful tech companies in the United States to maintain 
and improve our quality of life, and equally important, to reduce our reliance on foreign countries for important products. I also believe the government has an obligation to reasonably oversee big tech operations and to promote competition and fair business practices. So I say to Congress, yes, oversee Amazon. Yes, ask questions. Do your job. I also say to Congress, do this fairly. Look at both sides of Amazon and most importantly, search for the right answers for consumers, business, and the country. Now, let's consider Amazon as an investment. The follow-up on Amazon is that it recently announced several acquisitions of other companies. The most recent, which occurred within the past couple of weeks, was iRobot, the maker of a robot vacuum named Roomba. The purchase price was $1.7 billion. That occurred just two weeks after Amazon purchased One Medical, a primary healthcare provider, for $3.9 billion. Just a few months before, Amazon bought MGM, a movie studio with a vast library of movies, many of which are classics. The purchase price was $8.5 billion. These deals are important for several reasons. First, Amazon used more than $14 billion of cash to make these acquisitions in less than one year. It was able to do so without impacting its other business operations. That shows financial strength. Investors should be impressed by Amazon's financial strength. Second, each acquisition serves a purpose. Roomba adds an additional technological product to Amazon's stable of products. The technology used to create the vacuum robot could be instrumental in developing additional robots that serve other purposes. One Medical gives Amazon a door to another important business, the medical business. According to Amazon, One Medical is a human-centered, technology-powered, U.S. primary care organization on a mission to make quality health care more affordable, accessible, and enjoyable through a seamless combination of in-person, digital, and virtual care services. One Medical, Amazon says, combines in-person care in inviting offices across the country with digital health care and virtual care services, making it easier for patients to schedule appointments, renew prescriptions, access up-to-date health records, and advanced health outcomes. One Medical sounds like an important company. It uses technology, the cornerstone of Amazon, to address an important need, medical care affordable medical care. Additionally, this acquisition further diversifies Amazon. I think that's important to investors. The MGM acquisition provides Amazon's prime video with a content provider that reduces its dependence on outside content providers. These acquisitions can positively 
positively impact Amazon in the long run. They instantly expand Amazon's reach. Another positive feature for investors. I expect Amazon to continue its expansion, both internally and through acquisitions. And I expect the scrutiny of Amazon to continue. Further success and expansion will increase calls for Amazon to be broken up. Investors often ask about how a breakup would impact their investment. I believe a breakup of Amazon would actually be beneficial to stockholders. In a typical breakup, the company divides into separate operating units, and each unit has a separately traded stock. It's a separate business. A breakup would separate Amazon's cloud computing company from other units. As we said, cloud computing is extremely valuable, profitable, and still growing. Some of Amazon's other newer and growing units may not yet be profitable, but they still have room to grow. They actually bring down the value or the total value of Amazon because the newer non-profitable units drag down the earnings of cloud computing and other profitable units. So today, the Amazon stock price does not reflect the true value of its cloud computing business. My bottom line is that I like Amazon Invest as an investment today. After the stock split and with its current composition of companies, if Amazon was forced to break up, I wouldn't mind owning each of the units and especially owning its cloud computing unit. I feel Amazon is a good stock to own for the long term with or without a breakup. We have just discussed investing in a company that is expanding in large part due to acquisitions. Now let's follow up on a company that we spoke about previously. It expanded for years through acquisitions, became a conglomerate, and is now breaking up or splitting itself into three units. That company is General Electric, founded by Thomas Edison. In the 1980s and 90s, GE was a thriving and growing company. A number of its acquisitions were financed with debt. By the year 2008, the year of the financial crisis, GE was in trouble. In large part, its expansion of GE Capital, its financial arm, was severely damaged during the financial crisis. As a result, GE reorganized and sold off a number of units. By 2020, GE was performing fairly well until COVID caused the pandemic. And once again, GE suffered. Specifically, its aviation unit was hurt by the decline in air travel. In November of 2021, GE announced that it would split up into three separate operating units, including aerospace, healthcare, and power generation. The split up was based on the theory that each unit could operate better on its own. It is also believed that the value of at least some of the units would be higher if they were separately valued. Each GE shareholder will, upon completion of the split up, own shares in each of the three units. The aerospace unit is expected to be a beneficiary of air travel returning to pre-COVID levels. Additionally, aerospace and defense companies have a history of expanding through the purchase of other companies. GE Aerospace could be taken over by another company 
It could fit in nicely with Lockheed Martin or Honeywell International. And if they are taken over, the owners would likely receive a premium. GE Healthcare, which makes medical equipment, including equipment for MRIs, CT scanners, ultrasound equipment, and more. This business also suffered during the pandemic as many patients who needed testing were either forced to wait or chose to wait to be tested. Medical testing is now approaching pre-COVID levels and equipment manufacturers are benefiting from this trend. The future looks good for those two units, GE Aerospace and Medical. The prospects for its power generating unit are not nearly as bright. This unit has a natural gas equipment unit, GE Power, that makes large and complicated turbines for power companies. While there is likely to be a need for such equipment, investors are concerned that companies will slow down or not invest in this expensive equipment due to the push toward renewable energy. That may be a problem for GE Power. It also has a renewable business that is focused on building wind turbines. The trouble with this business is that its technology changes quickly, causing the equipment to become outdated rapidly. It is difficult and expensive to build state-of-the-art equipment. GE and other wind turbine makers have net losses. The unit has likely had a detrimental impact on the current GE stock price. Financial analysts have estimated that the value of the three units, if they were traded separately, would be 70% greater than GE's current price. This is based on the theory that separating units unlocks value. Investing in GE at this time would be like investing in three companies, two of which have good prospects, and the third has very dim prospects. If the value of the aerospace and medical units increases as expected, this could be a profitable investment, despite the poor prospects for the energy unit. Those who invest in GE now, or after the split up, invest in the promising units, aerospace and medical, should plan to be long-term owners, as turnarounds can take a while. Personally, I would not buy GE at this time. I would certainly wait for recessionary fears to subside. So we've just discussed two companies. One, Amazon is growing and expanding. The other, GE, is breaking up. They demonstrate to us how companies grow, expand, and then often are broken up in order to unlock value. At this point, Amazon is clearly the the better investment with greater prospects and is worth considering by most investors. We should note that Amazon does not pay a dividend and investors who seek dividends in their investments, maybe they would shy away from this company, but it is a good long-term company that I believe will be in our lives and will make our lives better for years to come. We will continue to follow up on Amazon and GE. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.